Hello everybody, how are you doing? Welcome to this week's edition of the Detecting History podcast. You'll be glad to hear I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm coming to the end of week two. I'm still full of it, but I'm uh, doing a lot better. So thank you for everybody for your well wishes. I really appreciated it. People reaching out to make sure I'm okay. Um, Gladly, this will all be over and I'll be feeling a lot better for Christmas. And I hope you're all doing okay out there as well. So what have I been doing? Obviously not a lot, but um, in the last week you would have seen of my Instagram reels under my personal account, Katie Metal Detects, that I've been taking the time to go through some of my finds, reviewing some bits and pieces. I gave all of my buttons a clean 237 buttons. Now they're good buttons, unbroken buttons, some four hold buttons, some lovely tomback buttons, and then a few really nice gold gilded type buttons that I'm going to investigate a bit more because there's some writing on the underside and I like to research. Usually there's an address somewhere in Covent Garden generally. I also finally did the trend where um, if you've seen it on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, where you take your best finds um, and you have them on the palm of your hand. So I got my 10 hammers out. I did a little reel to show you all of my uh, hammers, and that was fun. So I've done buttons, I've done hammers. Now I need to go through my coppers, my crotal bells, my romans, um, and also I'm putting some extra shelves in my fine cabinet. I've got room for two extra shelves, so I'm going to put those in there. I've ordered them, they've arrived. Um, so I'm going to max out that finds cabinet. Lots of fun. So due to me being um, out of action, there isn't a main interview this week. Oh no, but don't worry. What I'm going to do is share with you two midweek extras type episodes. So perfect detecting days. We've got Samuel Bleeps and M Love Old Stuff. So I hope you enjoy these. Um, this will be the wrap up. This is the last episode of 2023. So last episode of the series. I hope you've loved it. I hope you really enjoyed it. The Detectress on the Detectress will continue next Friday. And then that will also go on Christmas break. So we'll be back in the new year. I've got myself a new job. So I'll be starting my new job and doing some interviews as and when I can. So we will be back in 2024, early 2024. Um, I won't let you know a date just yet, so it'll be a nice surprise, but it won't be long. And uh, yeah, thank you for all your support this year. I've just absolutely loved meeting so many people. Um, I obviously went out on club digs and things, but I didn't really have any detectress pals. But I can now very happily say I've made some really good friends who I haven't met yet in person, but I look forward to doing that next year. Hopefully I'll get invited to, over to Detectable or Rudley Cook um, and get to hang out with some of these lovely people I've met and some of the, these lovely people I haven't met yet. Um, if you'd like to come on next series, please reach out. I want to hear your story. If you're like me and you detect alone most of the time, I want to hear your story. You're going to have fascinating things to tell me and the listeners, so please reach out. Thank you to Regtons, who's provided us with a 10% promo code that works on most things on their online store. Um, it doesn't work on the big detectors like the Deus 2 or anything like that, um, but it works on everything else, coils, accessories, 
Um, so if you want to use our promo code, it is DH Podcast. D, letter D, letter H, podcast. Enter that at checkout, the promo code, and you get 10% off. If you want to keep up to date with what I'm doing over this downtime between seasons, then please take the time to join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Detecting History Podcast. I'll be posting some updates on there so you'll see what's going on and also I'll be publishing some more of the perfect detecting days from some of our guests on there so go and sign up uh, five pound a month you will get all of those exclusive extras and you'll keep up to date with what I'm doing and you'll help fund season two alternatively if you want some merch go to our Etsy store so as you know you can go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash detecting history pod and you will see we've got loads of new bits and pieces on there tea towels cooking aprons coasters hoodies beanie hats water bottles tote bags we've got the works and everything you purchase there helps to fund the second season so please go check it out alternatively you can buy me a coffee look at the link in this post on your podcast player and you can just buy me a coffee if you buy me a drink in real life buy me a coffee, help fund season two of the podcast. Um, A big thank you to all of you. I wish you a very happy holidays and a very happy new year. 2024 is going to be a good one. Take it easy. Bye. Oh, welcome, Sam. Welcome to the Extras podcast. Um, And I would like to talk to you all about your perfect detecting day. So the gods are with you. Everything's going to work out perfectly for you today, Sam. So the first question is, on your perfect detecting day, what time would you set the alarm for? Um, it would have to be um, on the probably the longest day of the year. Um, I'd set my alarm for about half past three in the morning to be on the field for about half past four. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Mega, Mega early. early, get as many hours in as possible. Love it. And so you, you've, you've, must be midsummer's day because it's starting to get light at that time as well um and you open the curtains um, and what is the weather what is the perfect dream conditions for you um light drizzle light light drizzle but probably about 14 degrees not too warm not too cold just just right just right yeah we're all we all turn into goldilocks at this point when we're talking about our weather that's exactly right <laughs> not too hot not too cold because once you get going even on the most freezing of days once you start digging those holes you you soon heat up don't you certainly yeah and in the winter it's all about the layers okay cool yeah. so it's a perfect day you've woken up you're fresh as a daisy ready to go do you have a breakfast before you get out there or do you just run out the door um a glass of orange juice, probably, um, and maybe like a, a brex- breakfast bar or something like that, a banana, and then um, that that's probably about it in terms of breakfast until about midday, one o'clock, something like that. Yeah, brilliant. Something quick, something light, something that's not going to yeah. make you you sleepy again. Excellent. And you're uh, you're off now. You're listening to, as we know, a bit of Metallica in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you get to your dream permission. Now, what is the terrain for your dream permission? Um, really short, um, chewed down grass where the sheep have been. Yes. Oh, love <laughs> yeah. it when it's like that. Yeah. Really flat, no effort at all. 
Perfect. And so if you're a pasture type of person, how do you dig your plug? What's your style of plug dig? Um, I probably dig um, like a quarter circle, three quarter circle. I, I'm, I'm not a, I, t- I tend sometimes to dig um, a three plug yeah. uh, square, but I tend to, I, don't, I just feel it comes out of the ground a lot better if you sort of just dig almost a full circle, but not quite, obviously. Yeah you know to prevent killing the grass off sort of thing and then just flip it over yeah and then um investigate from then on and then you've got sort of like a nice um bit to just flip back over and press back down yeah. so like i say nice moist conditions and then there's no obvious sort of um indication as to where you've been to the farmer like i say try and leave no trace if possible yeah that's always good isn't it always good and yeah you're right and yeah. hopefully you'll get it in the plug first time and as you sort of just going into the plug all the bits of dirt fall naturally into the hole don't they and it's just dead easy yeah, to flip it down. lovely 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 um are you out on your own on your dream detecting day with a buddy or are you in a, like a group, a club dig? Um, no, I'd have a buddy. Um, I'll take one of my friends that I've been out with for a couple of years now. You'll know who he is. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, it's always nice to have uh, a better company or even my, even my grandfather. It's it's nice to go out with my granddad. Yeah. He um, probably does um, probably a few hours less than me, but you know, it's, um, it's always, it's always nice to be in his company. It's, um, it's, it's yeah. good to spend time with him certainly. So I'll say, yeah, me and my granddad. Yeah. And it's nice to have those experiences. And, and, uh, as we know from the main episode, Sam, so I want to remind you to do your gold dance when you find some gold. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> always helpful. So, um, perfect duration of your, your dig on your perfect detecting day. So you're out there really early. Do you just keep going till you can't go no more? Yeah, I'll if need be, I'll go fourteen hours. <laughs> let's let's, let's wow. go. Let's go four o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at night, or even till it goes dark. Um, yeah, it's, obviously it's a lot more difficult doing that now. That's something I probably used to do when I used to work in education previously, and when I was at university, obviously we'd have the holidays and and time like that. Mm. Now it's um, obviously I could have a lot longer out, but now on the weekends, obviously. I'm, I'm a homeowner now, so um, I've got uh, mm. stuff to do and stuff. So it's um, probably an average of about four or five hours out for me now. But if I ever get that time on a day <laughs> off work or something, then yeah, it's um, I'll go as long as possible. <laughs> we call those self improvement opportunities, or AKA DIY jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you're constantly having to look after a bit different projects. You and your other half, I'm sure. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> the house is a full time job in itself. <laughs> Yeah, it really is, isn't it? I don't know whether I'm imagining things, but yeah, the housework and everything seems to take longer and longer. It's just like yeah, it never so. stops. <laughs> Which room do we need to decorate now? <laughs> no, even if I've been detecting for about 10 hours, you know, it's like even if yeah. my arm's falling off, it's like if I have got the opportunity to keep going, if I haven't got to be back for anything and it's still light, I'll just keep going to the point where yeah. I'll probably end up injuring myself. But <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a few times. The next day I'm like, I can barely move. What did I do? (laughs) Um, So what's a happy haul for you? Obviously, on your dream detecting day, you're going to find a hoard. There's going to be gold everywhere. But more more realistically, what satisfies you on on a detecting day? What are you happy with and content with? If I walk away with a silver or a 50% silver, I'm happy. I always say to myself at the start of every detecting day, if I walk out of here today with a 1947 George VI 
sixpence, I will be happy. You know, yeah. anything like that. Obviously, if I'd probably swap that for a good haul of copper coins. But no, if I'm to ever walk away, even with a scrap piece of silver work off a, a walking stick or something, I, that's that's a good day for me. Yeah, yeah, same. You can find loads and loads of copper fo- coins, but, you know, so it's... I don't know. It's probably around where I am. You thought thirty percent of them have got good detail on them. Yeah. But you know, when you find a bit of silver, generally you're going to have something on there, aren't you? Like hallmarks, or that it's a hammer coin, and more fun of researching that we all love as well. Just yeah, on that certainly. basis. Mm. And plus, they look pretty too. We all love a bit of silver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay, cool. So you've had your dream detecting day. You've detected for hours and hours and hours. What's your home routine? Do you get in the door, collapse in the heap and have a drink? Or do you get straight to looking at your finds and start researching before anything else? Um, on the dream detecting day, let's say, I'll get in, um, probably get straight into the shower. I'll probably end up always having a drink as well, something fizzy, because I always tend to always finish my drink whilst I'm out detecting I'll take a bottle and that'll yeah. be gone to be honest I just, I'm quite a thirsty person to be honest <laughs> I'll, back, I'll probably just be like I need a drink have a shower yeah. and, and then let's go with a nice Indian takeaway and whilst we're waiting for it to arrive let's um, start Ooh. cleaning the fines and start nice. looking, researching a little bit <laughs> lovely oh that's good I like that I hadn't thought about the takeaway factor when I got home gonna have to put that into my usual routine <laughs> <laughs> And that leads on nicely to the the favourite question and perhaps most importantly, what are your preferred digging snacks and your digging lunch? What do you take with you? Um, Probably, I'm a bit of a sucker for going to shops and buying those meal deals, but they're becoming so expensive now. Um, Yeah, not a deal. Probably um, just a chicken sandwich um, with, I don't know, a bag of Wotsits or something like that and a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, classic. Put something on, on a, a nice day when I've got a long day. <laughs> that might keep me going sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And chocolate bar of choice? Oh, let's go with... Um, let's go with a Mars bar. I like a Mars bar. I know it sounds Ooh. a little bit generic, but no, I, I do like them. <laughs> Mars bars, you know, this is gonna this is gonna shock you, but Mars bars for me are always like so sweet. I feel like it's rocket fuel, and if I have a Mars bar, <laughs> it, it does a job. Is what I'm saying. If you go digging with a Mars bar, you're gonna be fine. You can have enough energy. Um, yeah. What about your drink? Do you just stick to water? You say you like to drink a lot, or do you get uh, varied drinks to take with you? It varies. I do always like to take a bottle of water with me. Um, always useful as well because I keep forgetting to buy a spray bottle for my finds. Yeah. So um, water's <laughs> always great for if you find something nice, you can get a little bit on it if you're not near any natural water source. Yeah. Um, but yeah, water usually, I'll occasionally probably take a, like a bottle of 7-Up or something or just to, if I need that little bit of an extra kick whilst I'm out. <laughs> treat yourself yeah. yeah i find it depends for me how close i'm digging to the car um it changes what i can take with me because i obviously don't want to be lugging like a million drinks and stuff around and then i do the same as you and i'm kind of rationing myself throughout the day <laughs> kind of yeah i've got three sips left so be careful with that <laughs> although i must say i have got this one permission um uh, behind a field um it's um it, the pub's closed down now but then in the summer days um a few years ago, um, the lady around the pub used to bring the contactless machine out to me. I used to pay. She used to pass me a pint over the fence. So that was quite oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> winning. Oh. Yeah. 
Only one that was driving. Closed. <laughs> yes, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Only one Shandy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Brilliant. Well, there you go, Sam. That's your perfect detecting day. I hope you get that day sometime soon and uh, you'll be finding all the gold and doing all the dances and uh, having something fizzy to celebrate with your curry at the end. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Sam. We'll speak to you again soon. You take care. And you. Thanks for having me on, Katie. Cheers. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. There you go. That was the first of our two perfect detecting days this week. And that was Sam Smith, a.k.a. Samuel underscore bleeps on Instagram. Big thank you to Sam. And Sam actually saved the day. I had a bit of a rant about um, gloves always being men's sizes and never being a good size for a lady. And uh, Sam sent me some wonderful gloves, size 7. I'll put some a post on Instagram. Um, just so generous. And thank you, Sam. That meant a lot. And they were perfect. So thank you. And uh, your gloves brought me some luck. And I found a nice Victorian silver that day. Right, let's go over now to me and M Love Old Stuff. Welcome, everybody. And we are joined by M Loves Old Stuff, Emma Yule. Hello, Emma. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Um, and we are here to today discuss your perfect detecting day. So this is where I say I'm like the fairy godmother of the detecting lamp at the world. So you can have the best day ever. And I ask you um, all the different bits and pieces and what's going to happen on your best detecting day ever. So first of all, Emma, what time, because it's your best detecting day ever, are you going to set the alarm for? Well, I, you know, if it's going to be my best detecting day ever, surely everything of that day would align so you know getting up not too early because it's still going to be the best detecting day ever so yeah. um probably get i've i'm quite an early riser anyway but i'd still you know like to not get up too early so i'd probably say get out the door maybe head to the field for 9 a.m that for me would be lovely and comfortable knowing that it was going to be the best day ever ah brilliant yeah so early but not too early you're not breaking your neck getting up at five o'clock in the morning because you've got other stuff to do at the other end of the day i like it i like it (laughs) and so you get up you open those curtains and what is the weather on your dream detecting day is it baking hot and sunny or is it a little bit drizzly what do you like what type of conditions do you throw Thriving. Yeah, I you know not too um, not too baking, but I I do quite like the sun and the warm. So you know I like it to be a warm day, like kind of um, a dewy morning. So the ground is still wet the overnight. You know the ground is moist for full of moisture. Um, so it's easy to dig in conditions because no one but it wants to dig when it's baked and absolutely really hard mm. and all that sort of stuff. So no. yeah. Recent rain, yeah, lovely, but not on the day that I'm going digging. Yeah, perfect. It's always nice, isn't it, when it's sort of rained the day before, not the night before, but the day before quite a lot. And then overnight it's kind of, you know, soaked it all in and then you know you're going to get those popping signals with the help of the moisture there. Good stuff. Okay, Um, so you, you wander downstairs. Are you a breakfast girl or not a breakfast girl? I am a breakfast girl. I'm, as I've mentioned on previous, when you interviewed me previously, I love a snack and I love lunch and I love yeah. food. I am definitely a breakfast girl. So um, it's normally cereal. I think if I've, got, if I've got the time, I'll just sit there and have a bowl of cereal. 
Lovely, lovely, lovely. Any particular type of cereal? Do you like the chocolatey ones? Oh, that, yes, yes. Um, love a chocolate cereal. Perhaps not the best in the world, but do love a chocolate cereal. Uh, otherwise, yeah, bit of bit of Marmite and toast. <laughs> Ooh, again, good choice, good choice, good choice. I always like the chocolatey cereals and uh, it might be claimed that I'm a bit of a child, but then you, you get the cereal, but then you get like a chocolatey milkshake as well. So it's like two for one, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, in in this house uh, we eat chocolate squares, like little puff chocolate square puff things, and um, they often don't last very long because they are not only just breakfast; they are an evening snack as well. Oh yes, I know what you mean. (laughs) I know what you mean. (laughs) Brilliant. Okay, so you're off out and about then to wherever you're going on your dream detecting day. I think I know the answer to this question already because on your previous episode you mentioned it. But what is your dream terrain? Is it plow? stubble pasture what do you like yeah a bit of a bit of plowed land would be lovely um no nobody's really a massive fan of stubble um you know but if it was the next option it would be stubble but yeah lovely lovely bit of plowed land um like again recent rain just to kind of take the airiness out of it a little bit um yeah and then you know somewhere where it's a little bit uh Maybe a little bit off the beaten track, but still near main road or still has a significant point of interest nearby, like a, you know, an old priory or a church or something, just to kind of give that site a little bit of a, a, a chance, you know, that you're going to find something really nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And are you, are you a fan of using um, like the NLS and the side by side maps and LIDAR? Is that how you conduct your research on places? Um, I use um, old maps online. So... I know that can only oh. go back so far because I see, you know, maps didn't go back to the Roman times that, or maps that we have today anyway. Um, so I use old maps online, good old Google, like aerial photos. And otherwise, I just kind of leave it down to um, how I feel where I'm going to go, you know, mm-hmm. leave it down to getting like yeah. the detectorist feel about just getting there, looking around and heading in a direction. Yeah, I like that. I like what you said there because you do, you look around, don't you? And sometimes, so even in, when it's been like really dry in summer, sometimes like a path will appear, won't it? And you can see yep. where they would have gone and it's fun to do that and old gate posts and stuff. You're like, oh, okay, that would have been something over there. Yeah, love that, yeah, love that. Yeah. Okay, um, your perfect uh, conditions in terms of people would you prefer to be solo with a buddy or on a group dig do you think i don't i I really don't mind um i don't really have a preference to that answer i would say you know i'd perhaps say um if you know if i was finding my dream find i'd like a friend to be there with me just so they can um witness the gold dance yeah (laughs) exactly and i'm not just in a field being like i found something on my own because i i've had that experience before and i'm just kind of like i end up standing there ringing my husband yeah and i'm like i've just had this amazing find and even he is still like oh cool you know like it's (laughs) well done i'm absolutely shaking yeah so i would probably say either detecting out with a friend or on a club dig just so I can you know enjoy it and uh, people like see me enjoying it and you know they can actually see what's coming out the ground as well yeah yeah I love that totally get that totally get that okay so your perfect day so it's all yours this day what's the duration of your dig how many hours do you think you'd like to be out for I normally dig for quite some time um you know, Sundays are the days that I go dig in and I just love 
Sunday's the dick day, so I, I, you know, I'm just making sure that whatever I'm doing is is just metal detecting, making sure I'm enjoying it. If I'm having a great day, I'll be out till like four o'clock or something uh, in this time of year, just just so I've get getting a full yeah. day in, enjoying the searching and getting you know, as many finds as I can in really during that time. So I would probably say, yeah. you know, a lot, most of the day I would be out. Brilliant, brilliant. That's lovely. And then when you're um, done, you've had your, your day, you're like, now it's time to get back. What's your home routine? Do you get home and collapse in a heap because you're exhausted from all the digging? Uh, or do you go straight to cleaning up your finds? Oh, so that, you know what, I tell you there's a little step before then. <laughs> Oh, go on then. Depending on the time I, I do go home. So assuming, um, well, actually, no, it, I suppose it doesn't really matter. Depending on the route I take, if I pass a shop that is open, yeah. I like to go in and buy a packet of sweets. <laughs> oh, treat yourself. So, yes, yeah, so I've got a little snack, a little sweet treat uh, for the journey home um, just to snack on. So I, I, that that is normally the first step of my home routine obviously get home unpack everything and I like to get in make sure everything's sort of unpacked cleaned up if it needs to be put away and then my finds are in the sink ready to be cleaned so uh, I I would then you know often still clean them straight away and leave them to dry so yeah then uh, it's also then I've done it so then I can just chill out have my dinner knowing that my finds are drying and as soon as they're dry I can photograph them yeah that's it that's the correct way around often I'll um I'll be lazy or exhausted and then I'm like oh I really need to get set and it ends up being the next day Right. So finally, and perhaps most importantly, what are your preferred digging snacks? I am. Um, yes, I'm probably like one of the biggest snackers. And I even went to dig the other day and they just people just know I love cake and biscuits. And <laughs> um, so digging, digging snacks. Um, yes. Crisps. Got to be crisp. I've got to always have a packet of crisps on me just because... The crisps and uh, yeah, I love crisps. Crisps. I normally have a crisp, some sort of. So I normally have some sort of biscuit, uh, you know, like in the individual wrap type biscuit, um, just so it can easily go into my pouch um, and not go stale or damp or something, you know, if I'm caught in a shower. So crisps, yeah, um, biscuit, and sometimes yes. if I have time, I'll have a, a bagel, a bagel or a sandwich. Yeah. Often, sometimes I don't have enough time for that. Um, and then normally like a little piece of fruit or something. Nice. And your crisp of choice. We always ask this. Salt and vinegar. Oh, salt and vinegar. Now, are you a sort of um, traditional salt and vinegar or have you branched out into the posh side of vinegars and balsamic vinegars, oh, which no, are no. favourite? Traditional. Traditional salt and vinegar crisps, um, just, you know, a plain old bag of Walker's salt and vinegar. That, that for me, Perfect. is, yeah. Yeah, nice one, nice one, nice one. Well, brilliant. Um, lastly, drink. What do you do about your old uh, hydration levels, Em? So um, I actually, so my vehicle, I actually have a camper van as as my vehicle. Um, So I always carry uh, running water in there. So, you know, I always fill up a little tube um, and then, you know, I can go in and just run the tap and get some water. So uh, I always have have water, um, able to fill up my bottle. Mm, Yeah, easy peasy. 
Easy peasy. I like the sound of that. And then, of course, you can duck in there if there's a downpour or anything like that. Halfway, exactly. Half time. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and the good thing about it as well, I also have gas in there so I can make a coffee. <laughs> oh, come on. Living the dream. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, your dream day, detecting day sounds absolutely amazing. I like the sound of it. I'm going to try and implement it. <laughs> See if I can get myself a camper van. You've planted a seed now. <laughs> it's Thank the best. you so yep. much. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast episode m take care looking forward to to hearing all about your amazing finds over the next year or so great thanks for having me on take it easy m bye 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 there you go. That was the wonderful Emma Yule, M Love Old Stuff on Instagram. And you'll hear more from Emma because, of course, she's one of our VIP guests on rotation as part of the Detectress on the Detectress series. Thank you, Em. I'd forgotten about the camper van. I'm now going to go and have a look on the old auto trader, see, uh, <laughs> see whether I can get myself a transit van that I can convert, something like that. I've got too many hobbies. I don't need to do that. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this uh, filler episode. Thank you to Sam. Thank you to Emma. And I will speak to you all in 2024. Bye.